It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. We had a home birth back in 2016. So we started a podcast about it. And then grew it into a birth brand to help future and current parents believe in their success with home birth. This is the place to hear home birth stories along with helpful resources and tips to feel empowered and supported in your birth journey. This is Doing It At Home. Welcome home. This is Doing It At Home. Thank you so much for listening and taking time out of your day to hang out with us and listen to some empowering home birth stories, conversations, and resources. Today's episode is a sweet and simple home birth. It is a listener-submitted story from Holly Lever. You heard me say listener-submitted story. What is that? It is a new type of episode, a new format and style that we will be featuring every so often. It is essentially a non-interview audio file that listeners are submitting to us when they're sitting down and recording their birth stories. So if you have wanted to share your birth story on the podcast, but have not been able to do so, or maybe an interview just doesn't work for you life-wise, or it's not your preference, you'd rather just kind of have that personal experience of recording it yourself, this is really great. So it's win-win. It gives more of you the opportunity to share your story on the podcast, and we can share more stories when we are only able to record so many episodes as the human beings that we are. So yay, more stories, more opportunity to share the empowering uh, experiences with each other, and we can do it without recording interviews all day, every single day, which We would love to do, but there's a couple other things that get in the way of that, like raising our kids and running the household and hanging out with each other every once in a while. So you you can see what where I'm going with this. If you want to submit your story, we want it. We would love to share it. Go to diahpodcast.com slash my story. And there's instructions there for you on how to submit that audio file and give you kind of some guidance and also to make sure that the audio quality is uh, good enough to put on the air and, and all that sort of stuff. The link for that is in the show notes for you as well, a direct link to the form where you can fill out all the information and send us your file. And if you have any questions about it, you can reach out to us as well. And then we would love your feedback about sharing these kinds of stories as well. What do you like about it? What would you like us to instruct uh, listeners who submit their stories to include more of or anything like that? We'd love to hear from you. So please reach out to us. Back to Holly's story. When asked why home birth for her, she says, I knew I would be more comfortable at home and would avoid a lot of unnecessary interventions. 
Some of the topics mentioned in Holly's story include practicing fertility awareness method, how she found out she was pregnant, struggling with an eating disorder before becoming pregnant, helpful resources during pregnancy, and the sweet and simple birth that it was. And also in the show notes, I have a link for you to Holly's podcast. It's called Womb Wisdom, and Holly actually interviewed me for her podcast, so I went ahead and popped the link to that episode for you in there, and then while you're there, you can check out the rest of her episodes and check out Womb Wisdom. Thank you so much, Holly. We appreciate you for submitting your story. We have a brief word from our sponsor, and then you will hear from Holly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, my name is Holly Lever, and I will be sharing my birth story with you today, my home birth story. So I wanted to start off by sharing just a little bit about finding out I was pregnant and then also my experience of pregnancy uh, because my birth story really is pretty quick. Um, and I do think that the that people that are interested in home birth might be interested in, in hearing a little bit more about how I found out I was pregnant and then also my experience of pregnancy. So so I found out I was pregnant because I was practicing the fertility awareness method at the time, which I still do. And so I had been tracking my cycle for about a year with basal body temperature and cervical mucus. And I found out that I was pregnant because I had had a pretty consistently 12 to 14 day luteal phase, which is the second part of the cycle after ovulation. And once I got to 16 high temperatures, I was feeling a little bit curious about whether or not I was pregnant. I also knew that I was not being particularly careful. I wasn't necessarily trying to conceive, but I definitely was not based on my behavior um, and being aware of when I was fertile and when I was not, I was, I was not avoiding pregnancy at that time either. So, and then I also started to feel some tenderness in my breasts and really nauseous. So I did end up going to get a pregnancy test. I took two tests kind of like back to back, just could not really believe what I was seeing, even though I kind of already knew. And then beyond that, I even went to urgent care to get a blood test to test the HCG levels just to make sure that they were, you know, like normal and reflective of an actual pregnancy. And the people at urgent care kind of seemed like they thought I was a little bit crazy, but I think that I just couldn't trust that my body could really be pregnant. And I think that comes from historically really not having many periods throughout my life. I've struggled with anorexia 
an eating disorder for much of my life. And so I've had only really a handful of ovulations and periods. So I kind of couldn't believe that my body could do this miraculous thing after so many years of abuse, for lack of a better word. Um, But I was in fact pregnant and the things that I had been doing, I had been in treatment several times uh, for my eating disorder. And I had found a lot of really beautiful practices and self-care methods um, in throughout my journey of seeking treatment and just kind of learning how to become more comfortable in my body. And one of those was a practice called Amba, uh, which she's, she calls it something different now, but it is essentially a feminine embodiment practice. And to call it that now, that's such... I feel like it's kind of becoming a a buzzword at this point. Um, But it was my introduction to embodiment practices and my study with, with this woman, Megan, was really meaningful to me in really being able to feel comfortable in my body for the first time. And I think that that's really relevant and important for anybody that's going into pregnancy and birth that... There's some uncomfortable moments of of both of those things. And I do feel that these embodiment practices, in addition to my training with yoga and other um, things that I've done throughout my life, it really helped me to feel confident that my body, even though it was uncomfortable at times, even though it wasn't exactly the best feeling in the world that I can, I would survive and I could make it through. So um, then I went, you know, I was pregnant. I I ended up going to an OB because I had good insurance at the time. I was living in California and I kind of thought I would probably go back to Connecticut, which is where I'm from. Both my sister and sister-in-law were pregnant at the time also. And I just thought this baby explosion, like I need to go and be near all of these babies and learn how to be a mom and I want to be back there. So I went to the OB in California. I thought I'll just use my insurance while I'm here and then find a midwife when I get to Connecticut. And that's pretty much what I did. But I did go see the OB um, and she would do an ultrasound every single time I would go every month. And I didn't know that that wasn't normal until later talking to many people. And that definitely would have been something I would have declined Now I've learned so much about pregnancy and birth um, since this experience, but um, it is what it is. And I did tell her that I was planning to have a home birth at a certain point, I think um, maybe as I was leaving her care and she just kind of like laughed in my face and thought I was crazy and said, good luck with that. So anyway, it wasn't the right place for me and that's fine. Um, And she did refer me to... I don't know necessarily why she referred me to do this, but we did these 3D ultrasounds for the anatomy scan at, uh, and we did one in each trimester. So I did this hour long ultrasound three times throughout my pregnancy, which is so sad to me now. Thankfully, my daughter is okay. Um, But I really definitely would have done that differently now, um, knowing what I know about ultrasound technology. Um, probably would have done maybe like one. Um, but yeah, so definitely not three. And so during that time, there was a lot of sort of fear that came up from the doctors that she was measuring small for gestational her gestational age. And they were basing 
and they were saying that it was likely because I wasn't eating enough and having a history of an eating disorder that was really alarming for me. It created a lot of stress in my relationship and in my pregnancy. But otherwise, my pregnancy was really pretty straightforward. Um, not a lot of issues. I was surprised at my ability to um, enjoy the shifts and changes in my body. I loved researching and learning about pregnancy and birth and was really looking forward to the initiation of, of going through the birth process. And um, so I, I think that my, I guess my first exposure to kind of considering home birth was the movie called The Business of Being Born with Ricky Lake. And um, just kind of hearing about all of the interventions that can potentially happen at the hospital and knowing that I, I wanted to avoid that. And I have historically had not really great luck at gynecologists' offices and kind of being dismissed and things like that. So home birth just really made the most sense to me. And then I also watched a movie called These Are Her Hours. It's just a documentary about home birth. And watching her roar her baby into the world at home was just so beautiful. And now I know that there are so many other resources, but those were kind of the two main things that I was exposed to at the time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then I also started a program called Love Your Labor with this woman named Corinne Brown. And she basically gives you, it's a lot of just like information about um, physiological birth, and then also preparing your body and your mind for the labor process for birth. Um, so there were just like tea recommendations, eating the dates, um, acupressure points. I'm also an acupuncturist. So I did some acupuncture on myself, uh, bouncing on the ball, going for walks, you know, it was just kind of like all of the general uh, preparing your your system for the labor process. And I really loved that program. And um, she also has a, a Facebook community and just really appreciated hearing what other women were experiencing. Um, and then I also read Ina Mae Gaskin's um, Spiritual Midwifery and then Guide to Childbirth as well. And I didn't read that cover to cover. I just really loved the birth stories. And there are so many more podcasts now. I don't know if this is a product of the pandemic that sort of everybody has a podcast now, including me. Um, but at the time I just, I didn't let, really listen to any birth story podcast. So, um, that's kind of a bummer, but, uh, Ina May's book was kind of like my Bible at the time. I, I loved hearing the natural birth stories of all of those women. 
and felt really excited to be a part of that. So anyway, the morning of March 16th, 2020, which was kind of the start of the pandemic, which is sort of a weird time to have your first baby, but there I was. Um, I started feeling sort of like period type cramps. And then I went and took a bath and it was probably about 5.30 or 6 in the morning. And I took a bath and I I texted my midwives and I told them I was feeling a little something. I had also already passed my mucus plug the day before. Um, And they said, you know, just try to go back to sleep, get some rest. And so I laid on the couch and I downloaded this contraction tracking app, which I don't recommend, but I I did do that. And um, I was, you know, timing my contractions, what I thought were contractions, they seemed like they might be. So I, I downloaded this and I was tracking them. And right away from the first couple that I recorded, it was like, go to the hospital now. So it made me think, I knew I wasn't going to the hospital, but it made me think I was at least far enough along that, you know, my app would be thinking that I should be going to the hospital. So um, I did end up reaching out to my doula and I talked to her on the phone and I had to stop talking at certain points because I had to kind of go inward and just ride the wave of the contraction. Um, And so she ended up coming because she lived about an hour away. So she was like, you seem like you're kind of like getting into it already. So I'm going to come. So I sat in the bathroom alone and my boyfriend at the time, he was, I think he did wake up because I think I maybe told him I I thought something was happening, um, but I did not want him around. I wanted to be alone in the bathroom and our bathroom in the home we were living in at the time was really small. And I loved this little like dark cave space sitting on the toilet. That was probably where my daughter would have been born if if I was left to my own devices. So my doula got there at some point, she was giving me water and some juice and just kind of being a calming presence. And that was wonderful. And um, then my midwives got there maybe a couple of hours later, and um, they suggested that I move to the bed so that they could check my cervix to see how dilated I was. And I did not want to do that. I said, I just was very resistant at first. And I think it was just because I really liked the feeling of sitting on the toilet and I didn't want to stand. So now I wish I would have said something like, could you check me here? Um, So I don't have to walk over there. But anyway, it is what it is. She checked me. I was already fully dilated and um, ready to push, which was great because I was already pushing anyways. Um, and then from there, they suggested that I get into the tub. I also didn't want to do that, even though the the birth tub was like the thing I was the most excited about giving giving birth in a tub. And uh, the reason I didn't want to do it, I think, was just, again, like I didn't want to walk. I just kind of wanted to stay um in the same sort of position, but I did get into the tub and I think that I was entering into transition at that time um, because I said at that, at certain points, um, I feel like nothing's happening or I don't think I can do it. And one of my midwives said, every time that you are pushing, you're getting one step closer to your daughter. And that really helped me at the time to keep going that even though these pushes felt like why isn't she coming out already? Um, That, you know, each one was productive, even though it didn't feel like it at the time. 
Um, So 45 minutes of being in the tub and she was born already. So it's just so fascinating to me that women go through like days and so many hours of labor um, and how, how big of a, a mental challenge that was for me, that 45 minutes of feeling like nothing was really happening um, that women are in that for days. So my labor from start to finish was five and a half hours. And I don't really know why exactly that was, why I had such a quick labor for my first uh, baby, my first and only baby. So um, yeah, anyway, I think my body was just ready. I was 41 uh, weeks and five and three days when she was born. So it was 10 days past my due date. Um, and I knew that my, this is another interesting thing about practicing fertility awareness, um, that I ovulated really late in that cycle. And if they had been going, basing my due date off of my last period, I would have been due way before I actually was. So thankfully I knew my ovulation and my, my due date or my, um, guest date was based on my my ovulation, which was way more accurate. And even so, I still um, went a little past that, which is very typical for first-time moms, very typical in my family. So I wasn't worried about it. My midwives weren't worried about it. Um, and then, so anyway, back to the birth story, I eventually, I, you know, I looked over my sweet baby, uh, was amazed at this miracle, cried, um, all the things. And then the, the tub was kind of cooling down. So it was time for me to get out. And so I did, and I hadn't birthed the placenta yet. Uh, but then I got onto the bed, which was just right next to the tub and birthed the placenta pretty much right away. And my daughter started nursing. They checked me out, checked her out. And then we just kind of enjoyed our day at home. My doula made me some soup and a smoothie, and we just kind of rested and enjoyed our little um, our little nest. So that is my home birth story. I hope it inspires others and provides some some insight into home birth. Thank you so much for listening. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.